Sons of the Hunt podcast, season two, episode 16. And you know what I never do? What's that? I never do like, I'm Mark Missouri and this is Jay Rodney. Like, <laughs> we never say our no, names. No, 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 you're right. You know, I thought about that a few times and uh, I always forget about it. You know, I always think about it when I'm like nowhere near doing a podcast. Uh, yeah. Like I said, I got to start keeping a pen in my pocket to write stuff on my hand. Because if I'm not right right next to my phone or near my laptop to write something down or type it into my notes, yeah. it just goes away at a right. rapid, rapid rate. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Brain stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, if you care enough to know, you'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, people know. Well, people know us, you know? You go out somewhere. Good people... reasons and bad. <laughs> yeah. True. True. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, episode 16, cruising along, doing our thing. Yeah, absolutely, man. We, I think we were trying to shoot for like 20 last year, and we got close. Yeah. I think we're going to blow that out of the water this year. Well, it'll be more then. I think it's going to be more than 20. We're, we're, I mean, hey, look, time's creeping up on us pretty quickly here, man. We're yeah. almost through September here. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, yeah, we've got just a little over a week till archery season. I know. It's scaring me. It's going to be, uh, yeah, I would say... <laughs> So this is my my situation is that I feel the least prepared that I ever have, mm-hmm. but at the same time I just think it's gonna be fine. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I'm I'm excited about it. Uh, I'm real excited because uh, Jason's really into it this year. You know what I mean? So yeah. uh, that's got me kind of jacked up. Yeah, yeah. Trying to get something done. Yeah, yeah. We've got our own sets of challenges. Uh, you know, but we're we're working through them. Working yeah. through them. He does his hunter safety course this Sunday, so that's nice. gonna be pretty awesome. Doing He's the pretty excited. Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. You have to as a as a junior hunter. Oh. Uh, so I think you have to be sixteen or seventeen to do the online course. Right. So you have to do the uh, the in person. I guess you. But it's it's only one day now. It used to be two days when I was a kid. You had to go for two days. Now it's like one eight hour day. Yeah, I think mine was two days too. Yeah. So now it's one one eight hour day. Which is good because I don't know if they can hold his attention for that long, any longer than that, you know. Right. But like you do a lot of study at home stuff, so yeah. there's like a bunch of chapters I had to print off for the, like the little book they put out. So I printed off the chapters for him, so he's got to go through and read them. And he's been, I mean, honestly, he knows a lot of it already. Yeah. Just from being out with me and and going over gun safety and all that stuff, he already knows a lot of that already. So, right. um, it's just a couple of different things like animal identification. You got to know that kind of stuff. So, yeah. which is good. I mean, you know, they 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 put a they, they it's not easy. It's not a it's not a you know a drop no. shot by any means, no. um, but see, you, you learn a good amount through it. But uh, he's he's pretty excited about it, so uh, we'll see how that turns out. If he doesn't pass it, I'm leaving him there. He's not coming <laughs> on with me. I, it, <laughs> I think it, I think it's pretty tough to fail that. Yeah, yeah, they make it pretty easy. I mean, they even give you practice tests with the answers on the bottom they, that are upside down. You know, like in the the practice stuff. So they'd be wild to to not. Kind of push it. Yeah, you that. really have to try hard to fail that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, they, they're, 
they're basically at the point that they're giving licenses to kids. Pretty much. So. I mean, yeah, they're just trying to get people into it, you know, which is yeah. good. But yeah. I mean, like, there's a lot of uh, states now where you can just walk in, show them your driver's license, and get it. I mean, it was like that when, in PA for the longest time. Mm-hmm. You just go into Walmart, show them your driver's license, and they print out a driver's license. I know people uh, who got uh, it without for you. without doing the, the right. Class, well, it might catch up because you're starting to audit them. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're starting to audit them. Hmm. So, like, if you turn in a tag and they audit your tag. Yeah. And they find out you never did hunter safety. Yeah. So I don't know if they would even do anything, to be honest with you. They might yeah, be like, hey, you, not. stop I mean, that. Statute of limitations <laughs> at this point, Yeah, probably. pretty much. But I know they're, I don't know, maybe it was more of a scare tactic. But I don't know what the hell they're, but they were talking about auditing for a while, which, you know, you throw the term audit around. That no. just kind of freaks people out. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's uh, it's going to be exciting for him to, he can't get his, he still has to go on the mentor because he's 11. I think you have to be 12 by like June or something like that in oh, order okay. to get your actual junior hunter's license. But I prefer it this way anyway. Put him in the position where he's kind of set up to get the junior license like an extra year. Is that how that? No, no, no. He won't be able to get way, his. Like my birthday falls in July and I think I was able to. Abled. That's, we've, I've made that mistake <laughs> before. <laughs> you, and you've called yourself out in, in, yeah. in your defense. But anyway. Uh, I think there were the way the situation was. I was able to get my junior license like an extra year, kind of. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? It depends on where your birthday falls. His yeah. birthday falls in December, mm. so he'll be twelve December tenth. So he's got like three weeks in this year that he's actually right. going to be twelve. So right. uh, next year he'll be able to buy it. But it works out because as a mentor, I could still trans- transfer my dotag to him. If he's right. a junior hunter, I don't think I can transfer my dotag any longer. Oh, buddy. I got doe tags this year. We're talking about doe tags, speaking yeah. of. Good, good. I got a couple. Yeah, um, yeah I'll talk to you about something after the podcast. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we got to. Yeah, I got three. Yeah, so did I. And you know what? I'm, I might take a ride up the courthouse tomorrow, buy an over-the-counter one. Yeah, you can get them now over-the-counter. Still 4,000 left in 3C. Well, uh, it won't matter. Yeah, it won't matter by then. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'm going the distance with venison this year. Yeah, well, that was my plan as well. You know, give at least one doe tag to uh, to Jason. Yeah. Uh, I took him shooting with the rifle. I told you I got him a rifle and everything like that. Yeah. He's just not into it. He loves the crossbow. Yeah. And I'm like, well, Good. I can't hate it. Well, you know what else he's going to love is the weather. Well, that's it. It's, an, it's a nicer time of year. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There's nothing like sitting in the woods in the fall. Well, that's it. You know, the whole thought was, you know, that day, it's like October 22nd or something like that, where they mm-hmm. have the uh, junior senior hunter license can go out and shoot a rifle. They can right. shoot an antler license with a rifle, yeah. which is nice. I think that's a pretty cool program because it's only one weekend, you know, and so it's not like you're out there blowing up the woods, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And it's only juniors and seniors, so and the mentors can take advantage of that. Um, so that was the goal. But he's just not into it. Took him out shooting the rifle, and he's just like, ah, I like the crossbow better. Yeah, and I'm like, well, all right. He's like, I want to shoot my bow, but you know, his his bow is challenging for him because he's growing at a rapid rate right now. Yeah, because he's like 11, so he's like putting on three inches in a week. So as soon as I get the bow ready, like set to where he can draw it and get comfortable holding it, like he, it's too short for him. Then I got to lengthen it, and then I got to. It's getting to be a pain in the ass chasing it around. Yeah, like changing the dynamics of it, changing the draw length. Then I got to lower the poundage, and I got to up the poundage, change the draw length. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of getting tired of chasing it around, but yeah, it, he he's into it though. Yeah, you know, that's so true. that's what's got me excited about this season um, is being able to kind of share the woods with him a little bit more. So, yeah, that's uh, cool. Bring man. him up, you know, and uh, you know, get myself out there a little bit too. You know. Yeah, you know so, who I'm sharing my doe tags with? Who's that? 
No one. <laughs> not one person. They're all mine. I can't say. I'm not going to. I'd be lying if I said I didn't see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> I, but, you know, anyone who knows me knows I will be obviously sharing a fair share of the venison. But Oh, no doubt. No that's, doubt. That's the way it. That's the way it goes. Oh, that's it. That's it. You kind of develop a bit of a, a reputation for that at times. You I, know I, I mean, you know, for all the memes that we we see, one of the one of the better ones is uh, what, I forget what the picture is, but it's like when when my friends find out that I just made jerky. Jerky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I it's like a liner on the block or like a yeah, hundred people. Yeah. Saying. <laughs> yeah. That, but that's my that's my dad though. Yeah, yeah, your dad, he makes some pretty stunning Although, jerky, man. I had some of his last year. It's yeah. pretty legit. Yeah, he's he's the jerky master. That's it. It's one thing to say he's that your boy. own jerky is the best jerky, but it doesn't mean squat until other people say that yeah. your jerky is the best yeah. jerky. He, That's the... He has his own little cult following. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, no doubt. Know. No doubt. Yeah, so it's going to be a good year, hopefully. You know? Yeah. Looks like we're going to get some cooler weather. I mean, last year, end of October, I mean, everything was still green. Yeah. It's crazy. But then the switch was flipped. Oh, yeah. And instantly, everyone's in, on in his November, head. And, and then it was, it was like... Five degrees out if you're lucky. Yeah. That, that yeah, was... I froze my ass off again last year, second season. Yeah. And uh, I don't know what it is about second season. I've got this really love-hate relationship with yeah, it. Yeah, you're glutton for it. A little bit, but I, I I just enjoy it. I enjoy being out that time of year, man. Testing yeah. yourself a little bit. But Yeah. I haven't hunted a second season. I don't know how long. But with all the doe tags this year... Yeah, it might be... Uh, could be the year. Indeed. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, we've got a couple of uh, cool things coming up, man. This, the, yeah. this, the season's opening shortly. Uh, in mm-hmm. fact, it'll be open by the time y'all are listening to this. The uh, yeah. season will be open. And uh, hopefully you have all uh, caught a glimpse of uh, the new film coming out. New film, yeah. So it's crazy because we're, we're talking in the past, the present, I know. And the future. That's what throws us off a little bit. But, you know, we, we do these every couple of weeks yeah. so that we're not flooding everybody with it. Because right. honestly... There's a couple of podcasts out there that I like and I enjoy. Uh-huh. I can't listen to them all. No. They put out like three, four a week. I, I don't got that kind of time. Yeah. <laughs> even even if we I was I was trying to think about this the other day. If if we even if we did one a week, yeah. I think people would get tired of it. If it if it was you know I think we'd do a good pace. Yeah. I most agree. of most of the time on average it's two weeks in between. I think right now we're at three. But this the last one is gonna be it's so hard to describe this because the the one that we have episode fifteen will be probably come out like tomorrow or Saturday. Yeah, and then this I'll, I don't know when I'll, I might try to turn this one over quicker. Yeah, for the sake of the the uh, the film. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, we debuted the trailer today mm-hmm. this, this afternoon at five. Yeah, or five fifteen. So today is September twenty sixth. Yeah. Just for reference, so you guys can follow along with this crazy ass timeline we're on. <laughs> yeah. So uh yeah, for these reasons, it was uh I guess we could get into talking about it because now now it's, it's out, out there. It's out there. Well, it, it will be. It what is an insane thing. We're like time know. travelers. I know, right? We we should Can you imagine how confusing that would be? I mean, we can't even handle it. We're just Talking about something that might come need, down, well, that's coming need, down the pipe, and I need like a top to spin to make sure <laughs> that we're I'm dreaming. Yeah, it's <laughs> a great flick, man. But uh, so <laughs> that's funny. I, I, I'm sorry. So sidetracked. I just saw somebody 
on Facebook, who's an Eagles fan, posted says it says a halftime lead. We haven't seen a halftime lead. They don't have a halftime lead. I think that. So he posted that before they scored. Yeah, probably. Hilarious. Yeah, that's good stuff. Man, you are one pathetic loser. <laughs> that's. He's an Eagles fan. So. Oh, that's awesome. All right, back to uh, you know back the reason why track. you're probably yeah, yeah. listening to the podcast because uh, outdoor things. Sure. So. Yeah, the film is called For These Reasons, and uh, I don't know. I, I guess I guess I could explain a little bit about what I did with it. So after I shot that buck last year, I was kind of I, – I, I reviewed the footage for just about an entire year. That film came together in a couple weeks. Yeah. But it took me a whole year to conceptualize the story and how to put that together. And you can tell, you know what I mean? When you when you see it, most of you probably already have. If you're listening to this, you're probably in the loop and yeah. you've you've seen it. If you haven't, pause, take, what's it, 10 minutes? What's the length Are on it? Are we talking future time? Past? Future time, yeah. So what's it going to end up time-wise? Because I know I saw uh, the, yeah, the rough edit today, which is pretty close to done. Yeah. So it's going to be 10 minutes, give or take. Yeah. So pause right now for 10 minutes. Go watch it. And then come back and unpause. Yeah. We'll wait. Yeah. <laughs> Go back in time. In, back to September 26th. No, so, um, yeah, it, it's... Oh, see, so yeah, all that time travel, I just lost track of th- my, my thought there. Um, Crap. Go back in time. Steal right. a declaration of independence. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I don't know, we were talking about the uh, coming out now, the amount of time it took you to put it together. Yeah, so it took, like a, it took me a year to, mm-hmm. to just... So, I don't know. I, I guess I everyone has a different process when it comes to putting films together. Mm. Like, you look at the hunting public guys. They're they're getting their stuff, telling their story in real time. Right, right. You know, just pushing the story out because that's what's happening. Sure. I, I kind of like to put a story behind it, you know, put put kind of a spin on it, make, make it, I don't know, is artistic the word? Yeah, well, you know, it's it, you don't want to jump the gun on it. Yeah. And that's what it strikes me as. You don't want to just, like, throw it out there yeah. and I then mean, have regrets over it. You know, I, you're very uh, – there's a term I'm trying to – this, is, this think, again, comes with speaking off the cuff sometimes. Is I think the word – Finding the words. If I, were, if I were to pick a word, it would be meticulous. Thank you. That was the is word I was going for. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You're very meticulous with what you put together and how you assemble it. So I'm not surprised it took a year to put it out. Uh, because it's it's very unique, and that's the best way of describing it. Usually, when somebody shows you something, you're like, "Well, that's unique." <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Unique could that's be one different. of those positive, negative. Yeah, yeah. Words. No, this is definitely a, a, a positive, unique, um, because it 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 tells a story without saying much. Right. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's what really kind of struck me, which was really cool. There was like when you put the trailer out, mm-hmm. I saw the trailer, and there's one. Like two second scene in the trailer that really like chest punched me, and that was the snow scene. Yeah, with that silent, it's to say silent sound makes no sense until you understand the what, sound of snow, the sound of snow falling. Yeah, in the woods. And that's for being a second season fan. Yeah, in PA, you know that's that's a sound I'm very familiar it's, with. It's <laughs> funny that it it you know it it muffles everything. It does, but at the same time, it's it's deafening. Yeah, it's, yeah. Again, that's one of those things that's hard to hard exactly. To again, so it's just one of those things that that uh, of that whole trailer. It was cool. 
and the, the the Bucks fighting that was pretty cool, mm-hmm. a little unexpected surprise. But that scene where it just cuts to the snow falling, that that got me. Yeah, because that's one of the things that you know, there's certain things you can only experience there. Yeah, you know what I mean, and and that's one of them. So I I can't really take credit for how the trailer went together, because. Uh, Brian came over and he he was telling me he kept telling me you know I have this idea I have this idea for to put a trailer together so I let him watch the film yeah and then kind of figure out how he could incorporate that idea of not using a soundtrack right but using like the sounds of nature to kind of pull you in yeah Do you know what I mean and no, using that was those good. quick jump cuts because I mean everything it, it's a it's a stark contrast everything I've ever done right. with a film. It was all mine was always very to music, which this film still is. Right, right. Um, but not in the way that it has been in the past. Right. And I, I'm talk I'm speaking vague like I, well, I, I know like I'm trying like, to keep it a secret, but that's, at this we're, point it's not it's out, out yet. Yeah, yeah. It is it's out now it is, as you're hearing this, but as we're recording this, it's yeah. not. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's tricky. Uh but yeah, no, it it was really cool to see it. Um, I'm really excited to see what kind of comes from it. Um, we're gonna have to sit down and kind of do a little narrated version of it. Yeah. So I mean that that's definitely a podcast we're gonna do when I have yeah. the full complete version. And you know what would be cool it would be to live stream that and do like a watch party. So oh, yeah. so we could watch it with the watch party and mm-hmm. watch the comments come up. And then yeah, that'd be pretty do cool. Do the commentary. Along I like that with idea. It. So I don't know if we could that's do pretty a, cool. a watch party and then a live stream after that. Like a live, live stream with it, like along with it. Maybe. Or I have to figure out the whole logistics to that. Yeah, but either way. Because these are all just words right now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's... So as I was putting the film together, a lot of things... Excuse me. I was leaving out, but are still good stories. Like, I could still add to it. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because this... I wanted, I wanted this to be condensed, but at the same time, there were so many things I wanted to tell with it right right you know there there was there was one scene that i really didn't dive into because i didn't actually get any footage of the deer but it was like one of the biggest deer that i've seen in the last couple years yeah and i was like i it was like 40 yards at one point and i just i just couldn't get a shot it's it's that those couple quick shots in the beginning of that that are in black and white where i was it was snowing and i was like moving you could see me moving with the bow yeah I was it? It was just wild. Like I could tell that whole story right now, but it would take another right, twenty right. minutes. So we might as well save that for the commentary part. But anyway, the the whole p- idea behind that film kind of was born because of the podcast, right? You know, we we've addressed it so many times. Of you know the the question why why do you hunt is the most loaded question that you could ask an outdoorsman, conservationist, whatever you would want to call it. No, us. yeah, you're right. Because you can't answer it in one sentence. Right. You can't. I mean, it, if it truly means something to you, you can't. I mean, Roger Ragland can. He just says he likes it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, that it, that and, works, you know? But And that, that works for him. Talk about three-word answers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. And you know what? That's perfect for him because that's who he is. That he he's that guy, right? Right. And he could do that, right? But you know, we're the 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 millennial blah 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 generation where you know we have to get in our feelings. So that's it's what all I, about the romance. So that's what I do. It. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I, I've said it before. I'm very romantic about 
a, lo- a lot of my footage. Like, sure. I, like it means something more to me. So I, I was thinking about it, and I was like, I need to try to figure out a way to answer that question. So that was the the muse behind the film. Right, right, right. You know, try to try to answer that in whatever way I could. And I think the best way for me to do that was through a film. Right. And yeah, it, it, it worked out well. Yeah. And then it kind of gave meaning to killing that deer. Right. So. Yeah, and, and it was cool because a lot of the, the commentary, if not all of the commentary, if I recall, was podcast-oriented, was yeah. sitting oh, yeah. here at this table. Yep. And uh, and that was really cool. You know, I was I, I was out with Kim. We were out yesterday, you know, hanging out, doing having lunch, going shopping, doing that thing. And I and I showed her while we were eating lunch the uh, the the, the, um, the the short the um, the yeah. trailer. And I was, you know, she's like, you know, she she liked it. She thought it was really cool. She's like, it's neat that there's like no talking. It's just it, it gets the point across without having to say yeah. anything, you know. And I was like, no, that's kind of I think what he's going for, you know. And I said, you know, we've talked about it numerous times, almost talked about it, you know, why we have, we've never directly answered that question because it's so challenging to do so. And, uh, you know, and I was kind of explaining that to her, you know, how it can be a tough thing to, to, to talk about. And she's like, well, I can, she, she said, I, I can understand that it would be easy for some people to answer that, but more challenging for others who do what you guys do, meaning you and I. And I, I kind of took that as a bit of a compliment. You know what I mean? Because yeah. she sees it, yeah. she gets it. For someone who's not a hunter, didn't grow up in a hunting family, and had a very mm-hmm. polar opposite view of hunting before her and I became an item. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, it's it's kind of neat to see her transition into the way she sees things now. Um, but she gets it, like, because it, and it's and it's not just you and I. I mean, there's millions of people out there yeah. listening to this, going, "Yeah, I get it." And there's other people going, "Well, I just like it." Yeah. You know exactly. what I mean? Or I I like the food, or I like I to mean, be no, in the woods, or Whatever. I mean, Somebody can give you a one sentence answer to that, but not everybody can do that because it means so much. Yeah. And and I mean if you're asking somebody who hunts why they hunt, there there is no wrong answer. Right. No, absolutely. You know what I mean? Unless they're like, you know, just like the thrill of killing. Yeah. Like yeah. They, then then, you know, then there's something wrong with that person. But Today, I mean well, okay then. Today's the day I die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean the Speaking about the trailer, that was another kind of, uh, like, Brian's idea for that trailer, I thought, just works perfectly with the film because there's so much that I want to say about why I hunt that it was, like, such a drastic contrast right. to not putting a word in the trailer. Right, right, you right. Know, like, you know what I mean? Well, that's it. To not put a word in the trailer just to not put a word in there is one thing, but to make it successful. Yeah. yeah so kudos to Brian on that because it was a great idea yeah. and how he yep. pulled that together. Yeah. And it it's, it's you know, like making a statement without making a sound yeah. is, is like kind of, I guess, the best way I can analyze yeah. that. But it, it really came out cool. So I, I'm happy just to see you know, how it came out. I'm, I'm thrilled about it. Uh, it's kind of cool when you kind of get a little bit of a firsthand view of it. You're like, oh, this yeah. is going to be so cool. This is going to be so cool. <laughs> I, I, I hope. I hope. Because, I, I, I mean, you know, it, it it's funny because I was I was thinking about, like, when I put ghosts together and I was getting towards the end and I was like, I think this is good. Like, I think this is a pretty mm-hmm. good story. Yeah. And then... I showed it to like Brian. And he's like, "Oh my god, 
I didn't, this isn't what I was picturing when you were explaining it to me. And he was like, this is pretty good for the first thing that you've ever edited. He's like, this is really good. Right. And now with a few years separation there, I feel like my, a lot has developed sure. as far as my editing skills and, and what I'm capable of doing. And I mean, honestly, just how my mind has changed right. about a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, if you're thinking you're getting a, a story like Ghost, you're, you're not. Right, it, right. It's not. It's not that. No, agreed, anymore. 100%. It's, it's polar opposite. You know, yeah. not, Ghost was cool. Ghost is a great, great film. Uh, this is just something that, this is more of like a statement yeah. film, I think. Because, you know, and again, I, I kind of going back to it, to be able to say something, it's hard to say, use the words, because it's like, it's so unique on how you get the point across. So to be able to get that point across without, it's something that's so difficult to articulate, mm-hmm. and then to be able to do that without using words. Right. That yeah. was where I found it very intriguing and very unique because you were able to kind of something that we were, we've got. I mean, just think of the people out there. I know I'm stumbling over my words here, but I'm trying to get a point across. Like the, there's a lot of people out there who have the same quagmire that we do when it comes to you know why do you hunt? It's hard yeah, yeah. to really kind of get that out there. So we've got what like 35 episodes under our belt at yeah. something like that mid 30 some episodes under our belt yeah, a podcast yeah. and we struggle with that yeah so for people who talk all the time about this stuff and right. put it out there yeah. you know we struggle with it so people for other people it's 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 even a, a bigger struggle to kind of articulate how they feel about that and what their reasons would be so this speaks volumes for those people i think that struggle with answering that question you know what I mean? So I think that's where I, it really kind of hit that note for me was it it, it, it speaks for, it, it just answers a lot of questions for people who are just like, how do you put that out there? How do you do that? And I right. think the challenge is how do you answer the question? The challenge is don't answer it. Yeah. And that's how, and I think that's how it came out and, and came I mean, across. I mean, when you, when you really think about it though, I mean, that's what the point of the podcast is. That's what we've always tried to right. do is, is answer that. And the podcast is going to last for as long as it lasts as we try to do that. Right, right. That was such a weird statement, but I know, right? it makes sense if you're but, following along. Yeah, I know, right? But <laughs> If you just checked in, you're screwed. Back it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah really. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's it's, uh, it's just a really tough question to answer, I think, for a lot of people. And, it really is. And hopefully, I mean... Yes, that's what we try to do on the podcast is answer that question. Mm. But at the same time, we have something we're trying to do in like a goal. And I hope that this is something that gets us towards that. I mean, I'd like to show this to somebody and have them go, okay, I, I, I get why you do this. Right, right. I understand this now. And maybe even open their mind up to it a little bit. Sure. Let, that's and, the know, right way. Assuming, assuming that they're not an outdoorsman or, or conservationist or whatever, however you want to right, refer right. to it. Maybe they'll look at it and think, okay, you know, there there's something else there. There's something natural there. You know, there's something primal. There's utility there. There's, you know, character building qualities of it. There's, there's a lot of benefits to it that I didn't see before. Right, right. And now, you know, I'm looking at it a little bit differently. Right, and yeah. if, if we could just do that with one person, then it was worth it. And, and that's it, you know, because you know we we've, we've talked about a bunch in the past about how there's a, a bit of a, a trend in the way things are changing and the mm-hmm. way things are going, 
And, you know, there's there's two ways to go about it when you get into this t- side of it with filming your own hunts and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And, and it kind of goes back to a few moments ago when we were talking about how you're like, you know, you want to sit on your film. Some guys will put it out there immediately. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, there's there's value in that because you're telling the story as it unfolds, like the hunting public guys. You know what I mean? Yep. They have a huge following, and rightfully so. They do a great job telling a story <clears throat> and turning that over in a relatively short amount of time. I mean, like within a day or two, mm-hmm. they're, they're, they've got it out there. So I can't imagine how much work that entails, like after you turn the camera off, then the work yeah. really starts. That's like when you shoot a big bull and you're like, well, the work just starts. Now, yeah. the, now the hard work yeah. starts, you know. It's the same thing when you turn that camera off. Right. Now you got to take that SD card out, put it in the laptop, and that's when this that's when the work really starts. Yeah. So there's a lot of people you can where you can go two ways. You can go to the I'm going to jam it out there real quick and it's going to be like, you know, your your standard typical type of hunting videos that you see. Yeah. You know, there's you know, a, you can't throw a rock without hitting one anymore, you know right. what I mean? Right. And then you can go a different route and you can sit on it for a minute. And I learned the value of that just this year with the turkey films that we did earlier when we yeah. kind of had when we had hunter wallace on and we talked a little bit about our turkey films and and that was from the previous year i'd never done that before yeah i'd never had a, every, every little video that i've ever done which wasn't a, a ton of stuff but i would get it out as quick as, as i could because yeah. i was so impatient i just wanted to yeah. get it out there yeah and to sit on that for a full year uh-huh. was tricky but it was i i started to see the value in that yeah I mean, for for me, I spend so many nights sitting at the computer, just watching like unedited, just clips, just over and over. Yeah. Like, and making notes, and then trying to you know organize it. Oh, it's so tedious. Dude. And and I mean, I could have put that together a thousand different ways. Right. And you know, I'm still going over it, and this is where you know the OCD starts kicking in. And you're like, oh, maybe maybe I shouldn't have done this. Maybe yeah. I, maybe I should tell the story this way or maybe I should do this and I think the longer you sit there you know it, it it's like making a reduction like you, sure you, you boil it down oh that's and, a great analogy yeah, and then you know it gets more refined and it gets thicker and then it gets sweeter and then the final product is like liquid gold yep yep I don't want to talk about glass. I don't want to talk about <laughs> I'm not saying that <laughs> that anything that I put out is liquid gold <laughs> But it, it I, you know, I just as you were saying that it just kicked into my it brain. It gets better. Like, okay, over I see where you're coming. The, with. I think that, you know the obviously no, I understand you put you're more saying. thought into. I, I think everybody's on track with that. Yeah. Otherwise, I mean, you're going to be getting some interesting messages dude, in your DMs. I, listen, <laughs> listen, it's all this excellence. I know I'm. I know I. I know what I'm capable of over here. Okay. Oh man, just waiting for somebody to write that check. All I'll right. start. I'll start doing it full time, but. Uh, yeah, I mean that's that's my process, and that's how I get my liquid gold. You see that? It's, it's write it down, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it here first. My God, that, you know that that was going so good until I just <laughs> took two hands and patted myself on the back like that. <laughs> well, you know what though? I, but I, I get I get what you're saying. You know what I mean? Be- and, but in your eyes, it is. You know what I mean? When you're so proud of something that you put a, I mean, you put a lot of work into that. Yeah, I feel good I mean, about this like, one. Like I work night shift. You know what I mean? And I'll be sitting at work, and it'll be like 1.45 in the morning, and my phone will go, ding. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is he doing up? And he's, you're, you're, down, you're in front of your computer, and you're editing. It's like quarter to two in the morning, yeah. and you're still at it. You know what I mean? So it, there's a lot of dedication there that, that you, you put into this, and uh, you know, big kudos there. Because, uh, again, you know, you see, when you go two different ways, 
you know, you do your your standard, you know, over the shoulder, shoot the deer, yeah. track the deer, and you know, hold the hold the antlers, and you're done. Mm-hmm. And there's there's market for that for sure. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people can't wait to see the next one. You know what I mean? But there's there's another way of kind of going about it, which is you know how I I, I felt you went with this film, and that's kind of like, you know, you it's cool to put the emphasis on the kill shot and kind of get that whole traditional value out of it you know what i mean but to to kind of put it more on 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 the craft the resource you know that that kind of the adventure of it you know what i mean the 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 whole kill shot thing's unsustainable right it's just it it, maybe not maybe it is sustainable i mean we could go off in this whole diatribe of, of trophy photos right now Oh, I know. Well, you know, because I mean, this is going to be like a I'm, one hour for it's, it's the same thing. You know, it, it's almost like there's people hunting specifically to get that photo to post it on social media. Yeah. And, you know, that's what has turned me away from doing that. Right. I don't want to do it anymore. I, I, I took all the pictures with that deer and I didn't post one of them. Right, right. And, you know, there was some contention over it at, at I know. one point. And I, I, I couldn't explain it then, but I, I, you know that this is why i i'm i'm done with that like i'm not going to you're not going to see me doing the grip and grin like that's not really what it's about for me right you know yeah i mean like i said there there's there there can be a a level of of beauty in that i mean you know you the we were again so so we're we might as well just get into this because we yeah. were talking about it a little bit earlier and we kind of uh alluded to it earlier and before we started recording um you know, because there's, you know, the, the, what's going on currently is, I think, more of a product of momentum. You know what I mean? Like where yeah. the hunting industry has kind of progressed in entertainment, especially, mm-hmm. whether it be television shows or social media stuff or Instagram and stuff like that. Everything evolves at a certain rate. And, you know, what happens now is going to affect how tomorrow ends up because yeah. of what we're doing right now. And that's just how it, it shit evolves. And I, I think, you know bringing what we do back to the the, the forefront is what's going to kind of I don't want to say save the future of hunting entertainment but it's going to change it to a point where it's going to be more receptive to right. people who like if I were to take um somebody who's never really hunted and showed them the turkey video that I that I put out in the spring and then I showed them what you just put out bar none they're going to respond more positively to what you put out now, there's nothing wrong with the turkey video I put out. It was pretty cool. It was neat. Yeah. But if you're a hunter, it's neat. Yeah. If you're on the fence, you're like, dude, you just shot the piss out of that turkey's head at like yeah. 10 feet. Yeah. You know what I mean? So for hunters, like, whoa, that was awesome. Yeah. But then somebody else is going to look at it and go, oh, jeez, I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm on, it's, it's, it just got awkward. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, but that's a thing that no one has been thinking about. Right. For so long, you know? The reason no one had to, yeah. The reason that it became what it did, and that speaking generally, that's just the hunting community. The reason that it got to that point was obviously for economic gain, for, for money. Like you know, it was turnover at that point. It was like, all right, we're gonna send you here, 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 and you're gonna do. You're going to hunt for four days, and we're going to – all we need is the kill shot, and then uh, we'll throw some commercials in there, and then you go to the next place, kill something there, and then that all, all they want to see is the kill shot. No, don't, sh- don't show anything about you 
you know, quartering the deer or, or cooking it or anything. Yeah. Get that out of here. We need the kill shot. We need you walking to the stand. Make sure you get the product in there. And then, you know, move on, move to the next place. And it's the same thing over and over and over. And we didn't try to show any of the positive or the benefits yeah. outside of just the kill. No, and, and you're right. And, and I, it's it, it, it's kind of weird. I mean, obviously, you know, money corrupted that. Well, absolutely. And I think there's a bit of a second element there outside of the whole entertainment industry is that whole competition aspect. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yep. I'll tell you, until probably, okay, I, you know what, strike that. I'm not even going to, I'm not, that statement's not even going to come out of my mouth. So, um, because it just can be disproven a million different ways. Um, there, you know, the the industry air quotes w- was full of beards and testosterone for the longest time. Yeah. So w- with that comes a high level of competition. Yeah. People are competitive. It's not you know what I mean. So everybody wanted to have the a, shoot a bigger buck than their neighbor. Everyone wanted to get a, kill a bigger turkey than their brother, and, and it just got to be this competition that drove everybody. If I can get more deer, you know, posted on my Instagram feed, you know, than, than my buddy, then, you know, I just one upped him and he knows it, you know what I mean? So, and and I see that competition outside of hunting as well and in any aspect. Right. But we're, we're, the way hunting has been kind of changing in the outdoor industry in in general is we're seeing a lot more women get involved. Mm -hmm. We're seeing a big youth movement coming through. Yeah. So that whole, bearded testosterone thing is starting to fizzle a little bit it, not fizzle but there's just the, the that market is getting smaller and smaller yeah you know what i mean as far as a whole as far as the outdoor industry i mean yeah. we're getting a lot more people into it who are not really into that yeah so we're looking for something else and that's where i think that transition starting to happen in in, in as far as entertainment goes transitional you know, we, period the, the transitional period i'm telling you man you can't you can't, can't be mad at it Got some positive outtakes. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, we're you know, what we're transitioning to what man buns and, yeah. <laughs> and fitted jeans. Well, that that's the thing, you know what I mean? There's there's a bit of a separation, you know. Back when I was a kid, you know, and now I'm I'm 44, so mm-hmm. I'm not old, but I'm not young either. You know right. what I mean? <clears throat> when I was a kid, man, a lot of my friends hunted. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And it was like the thing when you went to get your hunter safety course. That was a big deal, man. You were bragging to all your friends at school. I'm going this week. And I, now it's kind of like, what's that? Yeah. It, it's just not as commonplace. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So the things have changed. You know what I mean? And, and the direction of, you know, just our culture has changed. Right. But it's it's, it, it's just, a, I, I don't know, man. It, I get really fired up over this stuff. And it's, yeah. I mean, it, it could easily branch out into something much bigger. Yeah. I'm trying to contain myself. So yeah. Because, I mean, I don't even know how long this first half's been already. And we're... Yeah. We're at 38 minutes. You know, but that's I mean, not terrible. You know, we, we, we kind of pulled back and, and we were just because the film kind of is all encompassing for the podcast. Like that's kind of yeah. what we drive at, what, which is what the film did. I mean, the film kind of... Like I said, it was like a reduction, like a boil down of the podcast. You're gonna like have to figure out how to make a film so we can don't have to talk about this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did it, and but you see, you see, that's why it created <clears throat> such a conversation, right? Is because it, it kind of encompasses yeah. all the aspects that we talk about. 
Uh, yeah, you're right. And I, that, that's what I really enjoyed about it. So, I mean, a lot of you guys, again, most of you have already seen it. Those of you who have not, do yourself a favor because it really is something to see. And it's not super long. I mean, it's 10 yeah, minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. And that uh, was... Which is really cool to be able to kind of boil all that down into 10 minutes. Um, yeah, that was know? something else I was trying to do because, you know, I know attention spans aren't getting any longer these days. No, no, you're right. We're living a five-minute world, you know yep. what I mean? But but it does. It, it it takes that other road, that path less traveled, where it's not just the kill shot. It's right. about the adventure. It's about putting the emphasis on the craft, putting on the emphasis on the struggle, putting the right. emphasis on, you know, uh, the adventure of it, you know what I mean? And without having to sit there and tell people what they're looking at. Right. You know what I mean? You let yeah. the visual kind of speak for itself, I guess. And, and and that comes back around to where, you know, that whole, you know, c competitive aspect, it's getting to be more of a, I, I see a lot of pe people now outside of your standard, I don't give a shit what anybody thinks. You know what I mean? They're, right. they're, it's more of a, a mentality of sharing the, the, the positives, mm -hmm. sharing the mistakes so everyone can learn. There's a big, big change in, in, direction of the way things have gone previously mm -hmm. i think that's where it's going now and, and i'm for one i'm i'm thrilled yeah. to see that change happen because we need it man we need a shot in the arm bad yeah uh we need a slap in the throat for some of us <laughs> but <laughs> but I shot in the that. arm will do i love that visual <laughs> <laughs> nothing will change a man's direction like an open hand slap to the throat <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note, so, uh, maybe we should... Uh, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, that was... Yeah, I, I enjoyed that conversation, but... Uh, and I'm, I'm sure we're going to keep uh, keep it going, you know, on, on another episode. We're going to kind of go, like you said, we're going to kind of dip into it a little bit more yeah. once it's um, once it's live, as yeah. crazy as that may sound, because you already saw it. Um, boy, that is tricky. Yeah, that is tricky not, to dance around. It's not... It's not even finished right now. I, I know. We're talking we're... to people who have seen it. I know, man. It's crazy. What? It's crazy. But yeah, it, it's uh, it, it's going to be interesting. I'm sure this is going to going to command a little bit more attention going forward. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Uh, hopefully, that's that's the that's the goal anyway. I wonder you know? how many games the Giants have won by now. I don't know. I don't know. That's that's the boy. We're gonna get into. We're really getting down a rabbit hole now. <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm talking about the future here. Indeed. Indeed you are. Daniel Jones? Oh, Danny Daniel Jones. Dimes? Anything? <laughs> Danny Dimes. Anything to say about him? Or, uh, I mean, at, yep, this, I, at, the, at, what, at what, the current moment. At the current moment, he lit everybody up. Yeah. That was impressive. Yeah. Impressive. Impressive. And then you know, Barkley goes down. So, uh, of course, I had him as my yeah. RB1. Yeah. Thanks to Chris Stone. I'll give him credit on that one. Uh, he made the call on that being the first overall pick. I think he'll be back sooner but, than, than Yeah, I, I agree. He doesn't need surgery, so yeah. we're good there. But I'm interested in to see what Gallman's – because once we picked up Barkley, we had to get Gallman yeah, as the handcuff. Yeah, Gallman's so. good. I'm gonna be, it's interesting to see how that's going to play out. So, um, yeah, they may uh, they may be on a streak right yeah. now. Yeah. I mean, they got Washington this – I don't know. Last they don't week even know the quarterback's going to be in Washington right now. So you know what? I think, I think that they're – so <laughs> – at this point, the podcast is going to be out, so we're going to already know who they played. But right, right now, they're saying they're not playing Haskins. I think they're playing Haskins. And I, I would think agree. That they're trying to catch the, the Giants off guard. I think you're right. Not prepare for like a mobile quarterback. Well, that's the thing. How how do you not play Haskins when Case Keenum's in a freaking walking boot? Makes no sense. 
how do you not how do you keep him on the bench for a dude who sucks healthy? They're like, and now he can't walk. They're like, he's still our guy. No, no, we're we're gonna play him. <laughs> and then they're they're like, well, that sucks can't. for me because uh, Washington has Miami week six, and that's the buy for my starting QB. So I was hoping Case Keenum, I got him on my bench, Washington just has for that Miami game week six. So I guess so. Uh, I don't know. That might it might be right around as we're talking as you know this is going out. It might be week six. I don't know. Screw you, Case Keenum, if you're not playing because now I got to yeah, figure out a sure. whole nother. Because uh, I was going to pick up Daniel Jones, but he's playing New England that week. That's not good. <laughs> Their defense know. is I, stout. Yeah, yeah. With Saquon Barkley hurt, well, he maybe. might be back by then. Who knows? You know, yeah, maybe they got a tough stretch coming up. But I don't know. We're way off topic. Indeed, we are. Sorry, folks. Right. Let's let's uh we suck at this game. <laughs> cock the hammer back, put this half out of its misery. Indeed. And uh we'll be back in a little bit. Big break. Yeah, a little bit. We we had to watch the end of that. Priorities. Stupid game. Yeah. Boy, Packers, you disappointed me in that one. Indeed, man. What 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 I what I hate most about fantasy football is how much I love fantasy football. Mm. Kills me. I think you make all these great moves and then all of a sudden I think everybody shits the bed on the same night. Yeah. Dude. Killing me. I, I don't even know what to say. I'm just like they lost that game. Like, Big time. The Eagles lost they, that yeah, game. the Eagles didn't win it. The Packers lost it. Yeah. It's terrible. Idiots. This is all distant memory to all you people listening to this right now. Yeah. It was weeks ago. Yeah. Really. <laughs> anyway. Ugh, they took the win right out of my stupid sales. Nah. Uh yeah, we're drinking beer. Indeed. It is the second half of the podcast, episode sixteen. Yep. Sixteen. Sixteen. Yep. Man, and it's it's we're not even out of September yet. Oh, we're doing all right. Yeah. We're doing all right. Doing yeah. all right. And we're drinking beer, so we're really doing all right. Yeah. We made a couple of these. Yeah, just the the, uh, the Foley Brothers, another one from Foley Brothers Brewing. Out of Vermont. Uh, pieces of eight. If that if that's not a reference to the old pirate gangs of uh, old. There was a... Uh, I'm lost. Oh, really? Uh, so, Pirates of the Caribbean. You ever get into the Pirates of the Caribbean series? Mm-mm. I think it was... I think Pieces of Eight was an old pirate thing. And that was uh, kind of it looks highlighted like, in like the pirate Pirates of the Caribbean. So, there was eight captains, and they all had a piece of something for... I forget the... Someone's going to call me out on this, but... Uh, it was something with uh, Davy Jones' locker, maybe. And they all had a piece of whatever, and it was pieces of eight. So uh, pretty sure I could be completely off track on that. Correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, pieces of eight, if I'm not mistaken, was a pirate term. Okay. See, that we learn something new every day. Or I'm completely off track and out of my damn mind, and <laughs> I we, just wasted 30 seconds Or we believe time. something that Jay says <laughs> randomly. Hey, it wouldn't be the first time. This is... Uh, Boy, I just I just looked it up on Untapped just to see what it scored. It it's 
classified as world class. Really? Yeah. Well, you know what? I guess I could. I would concur with that. Actually, I mean, this it's is beer, pretty damn good. Beer, beer advocate score ninety six. World wow, class. that's that's pretty damn good. Yeah, I don't know if I I'd mean, go ninety six. I mean, I I think I'd go a one. It's good. A one out of zero. One and zero. <laughs> we yeah, gotta stop doing that. Thank you. People think we're telling their beers suck. Zero or one. It's zero a one. Or one. It's a one. Uh, this stupid first review is throwing me off. I don't know what this what this word is. Retro nasal. That's a nerd. E T R O N A S A L. Retro nasal. Yeah, yeah, that's a nerd. What does that nerd? mean? I don't know. Ask the beer nerds. But the whatever retro nasal is, retro nasal. There's a lot of onion going on. Mm, that dude's out of his mind. <clears throat> I think that guy drank his lunch. Mm. No, this is good, man. Yeah, but it's but I mean like retro nasally speaking. No, fair enough. Does it taste like onion? No. Not even what close. The hell? But it tastes like a good IPA. Yeah, it, it's it, good. There's no, no, it's good. There's no, like, haze to it. There's no... It's very clean. Lime. There's no guava. There's no fruitiness. It's a good, clean... Is it a double? Or is it just a regular? Yeah, it's a double, an imperial yeah. double. Okay. So, the good note... Good representation, man. It's a really good beer. The note on this beer is... Delicious double IPA brewed with, brewed and dry hopped twice with an amazing blend of eight hop varieties. That's yeah. just overkill. Well, I mean, I it's good, but. I mean, the name makes sense now. It does now, yeah. So strike that whole pirate reference. It's I'm a pirate just thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm digging it, man. It's, it's clean. It's crisp, refreshing. It's like what Coors Light wishes it was. Oh, boy. I'll tell you what. I'm just throwing daggers. Beer Advocate <laughs> calls it a world-class beer, and we're like Onion, Coors Light. Yeah. Yeah, we're just really not doing it justice. But No, it's, no, it's, it's really good. I dig like, it. It's good, for sure. But it, it's uh, it's not following the common trend of it's not a flock boy. It's definitely not a flock boy. You know, and, that, and that's it. You know, I Listen, I love myself a good fruity-esque IPA every once yeah. in a while, it just hits the spot. Yeah, this is not that. It's not King Su. No, sir. Um, but it's it's really good, man. I drink a couple of these. Yeah, which could be a little outrageously dangerous. What are these rocking at? About uh, eight, eight or nine or something? Eight eight percent alcohol. So yeah. it's you know pretty moderate. Pieces of eight. Yep. Oh the boy, that's it's eights all around. I see all where they eights, get that. Man. Yeah, I dig it. I like that. That's how it goes. It could have been worse. I mean, it, all these eights could have been commonplace, and they could have named it, like, Butterflies Punching Starmen or something <laughs> like that. You know what I mean? And uh, Logan, Something outrageous. Yeah. If you're listening. <laughs> butterflies Punching Starmen. <laughs> what does that even mean? I don't know, man. What the hell does any of them mean? I mean, go to your local True. brewery or beer shop and just stare at the shelves for a few yeah. minutes, and you're really going to get confused. What was that, that one we were drinking in the first season? I think it was uh, the Double Daisy Cutter. Double Daisy Cutter? And it had, like, the, uh, that was by Half Acre, had, like, the three-headed, like, donkey on it. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's craziness, like man. trippiness. Between the labels and the names, I mean, we, we drank one from Relic Brewing earlier called The Lich, and it's like, that shit makes you want to go to church. I mean, that like a, makes you want to go to like church. It's like a nightmarish, <laughs> like, t- 
Tales from the Crypt, <laughs> skeleton birds eating something. I don't know. It's pretty crazy, man. You know, it's these these labels and these names of these beers are pretty out there. I, I mean, mean if I were to drink just, that let's beer, let's just call it what it is. It's the devil on the can. That's what I'm saying. It's like some demonic oh, dude okay, yeah. with feathers so, coming out of his head and dead birds all over him. Yeah, so I guess the place to go would be a church. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But yeah, it's just I a mean, phrase. It's freaky. Yeah. I mean, it is called relic brewing, so I think that they lean into the whole like maybe uh, ancient yeah. relic like, and that's cool because a, a lot of people are into keeper. that sort of thing. You know what I mean? And uh, you know, it's it, it it's a great marketing move. But if I were to take a sip of that beer and try to think up what image would pop in my head, it wouldn't be that. No, and you know what? <laughs> that's what turns me off of that beer, honestly. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I look at that and I think about. Like, you just look at the can, and you think, like, well, what could that possibly taste like? Like, you, I think that brewers have to take that into consideration. Well, sure you Like, Beer think. Tree does a great job. Like, they put, like, <laughs> fruit and, and bright colors, and, like, that's kind of what I think Appealing of when I want, like, labels, yeah. Like, it's marketing 101, man. Scary dead man with skeleton birds. Yeah. I mean, now... now uh, so to kind of stay I, I know in what that you're subject, say. yeah, yeah, the, the whole... Um, uh, but that's tastefully done. This is like right, a right. comic book, man. Sure, fair oh, enough. Also, yeah. uh, no one knows what we're saying because right, we're right. speaking we're, mentally we're to cutting, each other. We're, we're talking yeah, about exactly. Anchorage. <laughs> Anchorage Brewing Company and Wolf Skull Jack. Yeah. <laughs> that's a great... That's a match made in heaven. Uh, Wolf Skull Jack. Check it out on Instagram. It's this uh, young lady who makes these incredible line drawings. Would you call them line drawings? Yeah, I think it was she used like ink. Like a pen. She uses like yeah. some kind of, of like a maybe a, a fine tip pen to draw. Anyway, they're they're really cool. And she draws this really macabre different like uh images and uh, Anchorage Brewing Company uses them quite frequently to adorn their cans uh yeah. for dirt and certain yeah, dirt and for certain um beer re- releases dirt. and uh, dirt and yeah. We've got all kinds of t shirts coming your way, folks, so stay tuned for the uh <laughs> Teespring release. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, you know, that's really cool. Like the within us can, that was badass. Yeah. You know? Um, but this is a little interesting. Honestly, I don't think that I would buy it either based on just the label. Well, now now we're talking about the relic. The relic. Right, right, right. Yeah. The Foley brothers, however, I've had a few Foley brothers beers and. They're all great. Exactly. They're kind of on the line of, you know, some of the other bigger beers that are coming out that, you know, everything has been awesome. Well, you know, like I the, mean, the, the they, single cuts, you know. They do that that Vermont style, yeah. which is not so everything that I've ever had from Vermont from either like Alchemist or um Lawson's, they're they're all in the traditional style right. of the IPA. So they're they're there's not a lot of haze to them. There's some haze, but like that was that was the hazy beer when it started. Sure. Like New England IPAs, like up that way, like just that little bit of haze. And now we're looking at them like these aren't that hazy. Right, right, right. They're not like flock boys. Right, that's, right. That's the whole thing it, that you, yeah, everything you can still so, see it, through them. It's it. I mean, everything's evolved so far to so where this, is like, this was was unique now is kind of like, like the, you know, a like, no, beer flavored beer. It's, definitely, beer, it's definitely hazy. Sure. Yeah, a little bit. But I mean, it's like... To me, this is still like a traditional IPA. Traditional you know? is a good word to use to describe it, is a traditional IPA. Because again, you know, I go back to the old stone IPAs and the original stones yeah. and, and stuff like that. And, and that if was you my ever first had foray. 
you had this when we were drinking those like new stones, you would be like, whoa, this is this is next level, this is top of the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's still good. I mean, I mean, obviously, it's world class. Yeah, world um, class, ninety six. But uh, you know, to sit here and, and just hang on and just sip it every once in a while, great beer for that. Yeah, it's definitely not a party beer. It's definitely not a you know go hang out at the uh, the backyard playing uh, horseshoes or whatever kind of beer because you're gonna hurt somebody. True. Because um, it's it's a little bit on the big side with eight uh, percent, but yeah, it's a great sipping conversation. Like hang out. There's see, there's there's certain people who like to knock back a six pack of Yingling Lager and that's their night. Yeah. Other guys want to have a beer and, and, and have a conversation. Yeah. This is that kind of beer. Right. This is not a, a four pack or a six pack type of beer. Otherwise, you know, you're 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 in for it. You might uh, say silly things and record a podcast. Indeed. Indeed. Um, but this is definitely a sipping, relaxing, chill out, have a conversation, and uh, hang with friends type beer. Yeah. So I, I mean, and that's a pretty. That's a pretty solid review. Yeah, I would say. Oh, I keep doing that. There's a little arm on our little pop filter, and I keep bumping it with my glass, and it's making a horrible sound. I can't imagine what that sounds like through the microphone. I mean, what I'm listening to on the exterior, it's pretty horrible. So hopefully that wasn't terrible. Sorry, Sound- folks. <laughs> It sounds like a robot fart. Mm-hmm. Krong. Something like that. But yeah, man, uh, Foley Brothers Brewing, Pieces of Eight. There's your beer opinion. Yeah. <laughs> I think that might have been more of an opinion than a review, but I got to say, I would definitely yeah. buy that again. Oh, their stuff is, is pretty great so far. Yeah. Like I said, everything I've had from Foley Brothers has been pretty top notch. Um, and, and, and especially when it comes to these more these craft beers, you know, air quotes, um, you know, you get what you pay for a lot of times. Yeah. So, yeah, we were talking about that a little bit before. Yeah. We won't talk too much about craft beer too much more, but the one thing I've been discussing with quite a few people in my little craft beer circle is that the more expensive beers taste more expensive. Yeah. Like they, they just straight up taste better. One example is that local brewery, mm-hmm. th- that last minute. Last minute, yeah. That clocking out was expensive beer. Uh, I paid $23 for a four-pack. Man, yeah, that's up there. That's expensive. Yeah. But that was one of the better beers that I've had all year, I would oh, say. that's good. Yeah. Well, it's worth it. You know, I had one of their, uh, I can't remember, it was like a hangman thing. Yeah. It was, um, ah, I forget the name of it, honestly. Uh, it was pretty good, though. And that was like twenty bucks, twenty one dollars yeah. for a four pack. You yeah. know what I mean? And it was good. I mean, it wasn't fantastic. I wasn't like blown away by it, but and it was. I, I wasn't sorry that I paid what I paid for it. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess it it kind of does boil down to like I I'm a firm believer in you you get what you pay for. Yeah. Always have been. You know, if you want something good, you're probably going to pay for it. Right. Right. And I, you know, it seems to be ringing true with. With craft beer as right, well. Right, the whole craft beer evolution thing, you know what I mean? Like, I, I never would have dreamed that I would pay in excess of $20 for four cans four of beer. beers. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's, it's a little crazy, but, I mean, it's good. Like, So where I really saw that reflected was with, um, I bought a four-pack. No, I didn't buy it. Somebody gave me a can of Hatchet. From New Trail. Okay. I, I'm a big fan of New Trail as well. They're yeah. another company out there yep. that's really hitting hard lately. Yeah. Really good stuff. 
So somebody gave me a can of hatchet and I tried it and it, I, I didn't know what it was. I didn't look it up first and I was like, it was totally different than everything I've had from them. Yeah. And I was like, ugh, I, I didn't like it. Right. Excuse me. Turns out it's like $15 for a four pack as opposed to most of their stuff, which is 18, 19, yeah, yeah. somewhere in there. And, uh, it was low ABV, and it was like a higher, like they produce more of it. Right, right, right. It was just like a cheaper beer. Uh, that's and that's it. like all there was to it. Like that was like the the straight out. Like they produced a ton of it, and it was like marginal beer. Yep, that that's a good point, and, and that kind of comes around to the whole kind of, you know, when, when you're into the in the culinary you're into food and stuff like that you hear a lot of people who are who are big into cooking like get to know your fishmonger know your butcher because you're going to get a better quality product right. you know what i mean the same holds true with your 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 beer monger is that a word i mean should we just make up a new term beer monger um i, I would consider myself a beer monger well, there you go so the person you procure your beer from i'm monger you kind of got to know what's going on. So you and I are kind of fortunate to have somebody who can yeah. kind of, you know, cue, clue us into what's going on. You know what I mean? And in a conversation with him, we were, we were talking about some of the other area, you know, area places you can buy beer that they latch onto a brand, but they buy the cheapest of that brand. Yeah. You know what I mean? We were and talking just about like, single cut. Yeah. Because single, single cut, cut yep. they have different tiers of beer. That's it. Beer tiers. That's it. Beer tiers. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty good. We're gonna have to work that into something. Oh, yeah. I, I smell another t-shirt brewing. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, they have like a fifteen dollar four pack, and they have like a twenty five dollar four pack. Yeah. So that that ten dollar difference is drastic in the quality of the product that you're getting. Hundred percent. So I'd rather not buy it at all than buy a fifteen dollar yeah. four pack of single cut because 100%. you're just not getting yeah. what their the potential is. All the single cuts that we've ever had on here were obviously the more expensive ones because, uh, you know. We enjoyed them. We enjoyed them thoroughly. <laughs> but that's the thing. Taste. You know, for when it, when it comes out to ratio, when I buy a $20 four-pack, that's five bucks a beer, right? So I can go and buy a six-pack of lager for, what, eight bucks now, right? It's a yingling uh, lager yeah. for like seven, eight bucks, right? Yeah. But I'll drink one beer, and that's it, and I'm good. I'm just enjoying myself. I'm watching a movie. I'm hanging out or I'm having yeah. a conversation, you know, watching a movie with my wife or whatever the case may be. Or I'm having it with dinner and that's it. I'm not drinking four of them. No. You know what I mean? No. I'm just going to have a beer because I enjoy the flavor. I enjoy the style of beer. And, uh, you know, and, and you could honestly, sit with it for hurt. half hour. You that's know it. What I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Enjoy and it, it changes. The profile will change yeah. over that 30 minutes. It'll go from a really sweet, fruity to a, more bitter, yeah, more chocolatey, or, yeah, 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 and it'll yeah. change, you know. So it's pretty cool. So again, it's an experience. It, it's a product that you got to be into to want to kind of invest that kind of money in it. But I'm not out there drinking a whole ton of them, right? You know what I mean? Because it's just it's not feasible. You yeah. know what I mean, I'd be drooling on myself after two or three of these. You know what I mean? And it's just it's not a good look at family dinner night. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I, I true or false. Damn it, that coaster God. got me again. Damn it, Jay. I, I stopped using it. <laughs> I'm making all sorts of noise over here. You got to get the the little table rag like over there. I'm telling start. you. I, I, I'm going to have to start going lefty with this. Mm. What you got? I know that game. True or false? 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, that almost came out of my nose. I, I would never want to spit an IPA out of my nose. It just feels different. Oh, damn. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> True or false? All right. Saddle hunters <laughs> are the craft beer drinkers of bow hunting. I'm going to go with true. That's true, right? That's true. That is so true. And, and again, I, I've been intrigued by that lately. I, I got, I'm going to be, you know be 100% honest with you. I was intrigued with it when I read the Eberhardt book like way back in the day. Yeah, yeah. And then I looked up one of those saddles Yeah. and there weren't companies making them. So you had to order one custom. Oh, all right. And they were $400. Oh, my goodness. And I was 17. Yeah. That's a that's a and four hundred dollars was more money than I've ever seen in my life. Right, so, right, right. So that was that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now it's like, hmm, no, I'm not going to do it on principle. Right, right, right. Well, see, I was always a big I'll fan do of it the, at some point. I was always a big fan of the climbing tree stands. Love. I have an old man climber. Still have it. That thing weighs like fifty freaking pounds. I mean, yeah. it's the equivalent of like what the World War II guys used to carry in the field. With yeah. Them. I mean, it's ridiculously heavy. It's awkward. Pardon me. It's bulky. It's ridiculous. But yeah. when I was younger, that thing was a badass because I had a spot that I can get in. There was like three or four trees in one area that I could get up any one of those trees, and I was always going to see deer. Loved that thing. But now I, I went out with it, not last season, the season before. I took it out. No, it was last season. It was like first the day. Climber. Yep. The first day I hunted last season, I took that climber out. Dude, I would thought I was gonna die. Yeah, climbing that stupid thing up the tree. So, I was like, "Am I really that old and out of shape? Like, come on! Like, but it's heavy. And it, honestly, it really is. It's a big, clunky, heavy climbing tree stand. I bought that thing back in like 2002. Yeah, there, there, there was a time when I was like, "All right, well, I guess climbers are the, are the thing to mm -hmm. do now." And my parents bought me one. But it was like an Ameristep climber. Right, right, right. So it was heavy as hell. Yeah. And you're I, lucky I, to be alive at I, this point. I yeah. took it in <laughs> I took it in the woods one time and I started climbing the tree. And it was just like it was so hard. Yeah. Like it's a workout. And those they were so bulky and it was just those those cables that were like already molded. They didn't have any give. They were just like molded. Mm -hmm. Like and I climbed up, and I think I got like twelve feet, and it it slipped maybe like three inches, and I was like, "Well, I guess I'm hunting at twelve feet." Yep. Because <laughs> I was like, "I'm not climbing any higher with this thing." And then I sat there, and I remember the the base was really like the the seat shimmied down kind of close to the base, so I was sitting there with my legs up, like like you would sit on like a squatty potty, right? Yeah, just like sitting there, like. <laughs> And I, I just had the bow. and like parent-teacher night at the kindergarten class. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And I, I just didn't move for the rest of the night. Yeah, yeah. They can and be challenging. After, and then after that, I just started using the base. I, I still hunt out of the base. Like, I just hung the base in a tree, and I just climb up and stand on it now. Yeah, I mean, they, they have their place, no question. But, you know, it's like that. When I was a young kid, we used to walk to school both ways uphill, that yeah. kind of thing. And that's just how it, it's gone with the, the climbers. I mean, there's some ones that some out there that are really lightweight and easy, and there's no front rail on them. They're you know they're nice. They're yeah. built for bow hunting, but so I like the idea of the of the climber, and that's kind of what the saddle movement 
kind mm -hmm. of uh, says for me. You know what I mean? Is like you can kind of replace that whole climbing tree stand aspect with this saddle thing. You know, I know a little bit about the saddles. I've seen a few videos on them and, and just happenstance. You know what I mean? I don't actively search out saddle videos because it's just not something I'm interested in, in right now, but I've seen certain videos where they happen to be using that technique. Yeah, and I mean, I get, I get the appeal of it, but even still, you're not going out somewhere randomly. You're just like, this just isn't going to happen. You're not going to go walking out and be like, oh, this is a perfect spot to hunt. And then yeah. get, and then put your sticks on, climb up there, and have shots where everywhere you want. Yeah. Like, yeah, you got to work at it. So you're going to have to, like, th it's, it's going to be like hunting turkeys. Like, I hunt them at that farm where it's like, yeah, all right, I know this spot. This is like an ambush spot. Like, I'm going to go set up there because I know either the turkeys are going to come there. So I'm like, I'm not, like, I'm running and gunning, but. It's premeditated running. Right, 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 right. So it's like the same thing. Like it's it's like, all right, I'm I'm gonna go, I'm gonna scout this out, I'm gonna find this tree, I'm gonna trim around it a little bit. And if I'm gonna do all that, I might as well just drag the stand in and put it up. Right, right. Because you're not you're just not gonna do it randomly like that. And I the, just it, don't see it. Or or especially in the dark. And then yeah. you're then you're putting your sticks on the tree and you're climbing it in the dark and putting them on. It's challenging, no question. You yeah. know, where, where, I, where I think I could see an advantage is like I, I, I've been eyeballing this, this uh, like a piece of public, pu public land. land. Yeah. So I would rather carry in a set of sticks and put a saddle in a pack than carry in a, so that a, 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 a hang on on my back. But even still, plus my, my, my sticks. I and mean, yeah, it's, I, I don't know. So that's like doing exploratory that. surgery. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're going to go in there and you're going to set up and I mean, the chances of you actually getting a shot at a deer the first night you go in and do that. Now, don't get me wrong. I I would I planned on like finding the spot. I'm like, okay, this is the spot I'm going to go. I already know where I'm going to be. So, because again, I'm not keen on hanging stuff on state game lands or public land yeah. and leaving it there. I mean, I just don't trust people, man. People have given me plenty of reasons not to trust them over the years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's a lot of good people out there who hunt. And honestly, if I were gonna, if you're gonna line up ten people, and one of them was a hunter, that's probably the guy I would trust more than any of the other ones. But again, social media being what it is, yeah. <laughs> it's given me plenty of reasons not to trust those mamajamas. Because yeah. you know, there's people out there in any walk of life that are just gonna try and do everything they can to screw you. I mean, uh, I, I talked about that piece of property that I used to hunt over by Lake Scranton. Yeah, we used to climb up that big mountain, Mount Johnson. You know. And I had a, uh, a, lot, a stand I put up there years ago, and it was a set of sticks to a, a regular hang-on stand. Mm -hmm. And I went in there the first day to hunt it, and someone was so irritated that I hung a stand in there. They grabbed the bottom of the stand, and they bent it all the way up as high as their arms would reach. And it was like, it came down the tree to about seven feet high, and then made a left, and came straight out from the tree. So I was like, really? Yeah. You're going to screw my stuff up because you're mad because I found that spot before you did. And that, that's public land there? No, no. It was private land, but we had permission to be there. Oh. But so did other guys. Right. You know what I mean? So it was a, uh, it was a certain very wealthy individual in this area that owns a lot of land. Yeah, I know who you're talking so, about. So um, I'm almost afraid. It's like, those whose name we do not don't speak. speak it. <laughs> so he who shall not be yeah, named yeah, or yeah. spoken so, or whatever. But, you know, we have permission to be there, but as did other people. But 
you know, somebody got pissed because I found this spot before they did, and they said to wreck my stuff. So there's, you know, there's jerks in yeah. every walk of life. I, you know? I've, so, I've had my stuff ruined on public land or right. private land. Right. So you imagine you go and hang a stand. Now, granted, you have to put your CID on it and everything and your name and stuff, which is cool. I get that. But, uh, you know, it's just really easy for somebody to walk into an obvious, especially when you have the ability to scout a place without even going there anymore. You know, with the mapping yeah. programs and stuff, yep. we kind of address that on the uh, yeah. the technology thing we talked about. Um, but you know, you, you have the ability to scout an entire area without setting foot on that place, and then go, okay, these are the places I want to look, and you can narrow it down. I mean, back in the day, you just get there, park your car, get out, and start walking up and down and zigzagging over a you know a ledge and see where's the best place to hang a stand. Right now, we have the advantage to do that, so you don't really have much of an advantage over other hunters anymore as we used to because you know you go well i'm going to bank on 90 percent of the guys on this property being lazy right so i'm going to hustle my ass up to the top of that hill and i'm probably going to be one of one or two of ten people on that property that yeah. are going to really put in the effort to get up to that spot now it's like well is there going to be somebody in there i don't know there might be you know, it's it just, that's just my thought process on it. So I'm, I'm afraid to hang a stand in there and leave it unless I'm taking the sticks down with me as I leave. Right. Um, but yeah, the saddle just seems like it's a more convenient, put it in your pocket almost. Right. Deal. You know what I mean? So, well, I uh, mean, you, you wear it. Right. Yeah. You, you wear need, it, it kind of. Yeah. It's yeah. Important. I mean, I, I've, I've seen a couple of videos on it. The guys are just carrying three sticks with them. Yeah. But I mean, anytime I've ever hunted, I've always used four. Any, Likewise, anywhere I've climbed. I just like to be that high. You know what I mean? So I, I don't know, man. The uh, I don't know if I'd be very comfortable shooting out of one of those. I'd, I'd have to figure it out. I think you definitely have to practice yeah. shooting out of it, so I'd it's have to do it in the yard a, a here. variable. And then on top of it, I would need to get my camera arm and, like, practice yeah, filming out that, of it. That's, you know, that's a that's a, a variable I didn't even think about. And and you want, you want to know something else? I've already done it. The other way with the same stand I've been hunting out of forever. So I don't know if it'd be that much of an advantage for me to get it. Yeah. But I know there are so many people here like that are they're just bit by the saddle bug now. Yeah, yeah. And you don't want to get bit by that saddle bug. They're no, nasty. That, yeah, no, those saddle bugs are gnarly, it man. It just sounds nasty. But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like it's it's so like it's so popular right now. I just feel like everyone is like, oh, got to hunt out of saddle this year. Have to do it. Oh, and, dude. And I, I mean, we've, we've been killing deer for a while without, without them. Without them. But, nope, I know. You know, I guess if you're, not, if you're not filming and you were just running all over the place, I guess it would help. I, yeah, I it'd, be, it'd be a good option. You know, it, it, it's a, it gives you options. At that point, if, if, if I wasn't worried about a camera, I think I'd be hunting from the ground a lot more. Still Agreed. hunting and running from the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I like that idea, the ground hunting thing. And, and it's funny, I just had a conversation with a, a gentleman earlier. He had a great story about his new new hunter, and he kind of got into, uh, had a deer walk right into his freaking arrow tonight. And it was, Oh, yeah, it, yeah. It, was it tonight or, you know, it was one, one of his no, first sets. No, I think it was tonight. Well, it was tonight, right? Yeah. And just one of those things, and it's like, you don't see that if you're up in a tree. That's not going to happen to you. No. You know what I mean? There's certain no. things you're not going to... You can you might see it, but you know you're not going to get that interaction. Uh, I, I like hunting from the ground. As an ex, uh, air quotes experienced hunter, I like hunting from the ground. And I tried doing it years ago when I was just learning it, and yeah. I messed it up terrible. 
because wind is a factor, noise is a factor, movement's a factor. You really got to be tuned in to that animal if you're yeah. going to try and ground hunt them. Um, but it's a great challenge for sure. Yeah, yeah and I, I guess just because of the camera, I'm limited. But, I mean, I, I understand where I can find success and still do that. Right, right. You know what I mean? But I would definitely like to start hunting from the ground a little bit more just to get that, like, Western-style, like, spot-and-stock experience. That's you know? one thing they do have a little bit of a uh, advantage over us in, in the fun factor. You know what I mean? Getting yeah. to be able to stock oh, up on yeah. stuff. And yeah, I watch a ton of mule deer videos because then and you, stuff like that. Then it's that. like, you know, you're actually... I don't think battling wits is the the right term you're for you're pursuing. But yeah, I mean they as can a predator, move, you yeah. can move. It's, you know, there there's definitely more strategy where you're you can be more lenient with right. things. You know, you can make things work. You know, if if you're in a tree stand and something's not going your way, all you could do is call at them. That's it. They, Maybe if they're coming down the down the trail right to you, and they just happen to hang a left at the trail before they get to you, well, your your hunt's done. I've tried I've tried throwing things. Yeah, and, the, and it never worked. No, it seems like it could work, but it, it never does. Well, if if when in doubt, if you that happens to kind of happen to you, and you're sitting in your tree stand, and the deer goes the other way, just drop your cell phone out of the tree stand and let it <laughs> yeah. roll down the hill. Yeah. It's but drop it the right way so it sounds like a deer running. Running, yeah. <laughs> like you have to drop it right on the the, the corner and then let do, it tumble. Telling you, it works like a charm. Craziness. Talk about lucky, huh? That still gets me every time, man. Yeah, that's crazy. That's a reference to uh, Ghost, by the way. Yeah. Because you're all scratching your heads, going, "What in the hell are these guys talking about?" Right. Yeah. Good stuff, man. Well, we didn't talk about the thing we were going to talk about. Yeah, we suck at this. <laughs> The thing we were going to talk about would take 40 minutes on its own. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Know. Yeah. We really got off track on that. I mean, was, we had a great conversation, you know, the, but the, uh, yeah, I mean, that's just how we roll. We, we kind of get a bit of an idea. We're like, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. And then we call it first half. We're like, wow, we didn't even really talk about that much at all, did we? But, Full of hot air. Indeed. Well, it's a bit of an ode to, um, our system, maybe. Yeah. As much as it's crazy as it sounds that we kind of get off track on stuff. But when we get off track, it usually turns out to be pretty decent content, usually. Yeah. So I mean, that was a pretty good conversation. I mean, it's relevant. Indeed. Indeed. But we were, I don't know. There's no way we're going to wrap it, wrap up this conversation in 15 minutes, try to keep this to an hour and a half. Well, it's possible. I mean, yeah, I say we go for it. We just talk a little bit about it. Because, I mean, it would be, it would. Be, this is our shot. We, we also still don't know what's going to happen. The people in the future well, know. It. The people in the future know, know. They probably know. And actually, I thought we were supposed to have, so here's the thing. I thought we were going to have a decision on this at this point. What we're talking about is uh, Senate Bill 147. The Sunday hunting bill, Sunday yeah. hunting in Pennsylvania. Um. I probably the reason we don't have an answer right now is because of that amendment. That's I guess that's probably yeah. why. Because I, I heard previously that we would have an answer on the twenty third. Yeah, and there that's was six days ago. Yeah. Seven there, days ago now. There was an announcement made that there was gonna be an amendment made to satisfy some of the wantings from the uh PFSC and the hush side. These amendments were to be made by the 
uh, Farm Bureau. So a lot of people are excited about that. They're like, wow, cool. They're going to make an amendment. They're going to fix something. But, you know, when you start to talk to people like Harold Dobb and you start to get a, a little bit more background on how these things work, you start to get a little, I don't want to say pessimistic, but you start to get a little, um, I don't know, you start to think, well, maybe is this a play to stall? Because that's a big thing. Stall tactics are a big thing in these bills. Yeah. You know what I mean? You change yeah. something small just enough to make it have to turn around and recycle back the way it came to get back to where you were. And you lose a month of time, and next thing you know, session's over, and you got to wait to get it back on the docket again. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe that's not the case, but because it was so vague, and then maybe there was more clarifying, you know, statements made. But I hadn't seen them come across my uh, my my stream, if you will. So right. I mean, that's how I get a lot of my news is through certain you know pages and and, and people who I consider reliable sources um, and I hadn't seen anything come through. So, I mean, who knows? Hopefully it's something that's going to put us that much closer. Uh, but I, I have a, a, a fear that there's uh, some... Uh, I mean, they, they were thinking that we were going to have this for hunting season. And they, yeah. I mean, unless it gets done this week and then the game commission comes down and says, we're changing this to this. You can hunt this Saturday or yeah. this Sunday. I'm assuming they would add it to the last day. Probably, because they were supposed to add an archery day, a rifle day, and then the third day was going to be determined by PA Game Commission uh, that third Sunday. You know, those were the three, because they, they reduced it from every Sunday to three Sundays, and then it was on the condition that there was written, was it written permission for private land? You had to get written permission from the landowner, um, and then increase in trespassing laws was, I think, one of the big holdups. I don't know. I didn't read it specifically. But well, there was a lot of jargon in in fine details in it and it was it just seemed that <clears throat> the opposition did not really want to come anywhere near the middle. No. They claimed to do so. But again, from what I saw, just based on my, you know, uh, observation, um it didn't seem like they wanted to kind of meet anywhere in the middle. It was all or nothing or they were going to kind of just shoot it down. And, 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 you know, I don't know if anybody else got to see, you watched the, the meeting that they had. Yeah. The, the testimony. Yeah. That was, um, that was something. I don't, I don't know. Uh, unique. That was very unique. Yeah. You know, it was, it was, a, it was a learning experience for me. So I, as, as a lot of people who listen to the podcast probably realize that like, I'm, I'm not a big fan of getting wrapped up in, in 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 the politics of uh of anything really like uh i'm just not very political so um this is kind of the first thing that's really sucked me in i i, I just see politics as something that uh, i don't know i guess divides us more than it really brings us together which i think is the opposite of what it should be doing uh, either way. Um, yeah. So watching the, this, uh, this hearing uh, of the testimony for, for uh, Senate bill 147, it, uh, I, I guess it kind of sparked something in me and uh, just made me kind of want to be involved in any way that I could, because, you know, I heard certain things and, 
you could watch it be interpreted live in different ways other than the way you were seeing it, if that makes any sense. So as I was, as I was watching this testimony, you know, I, certain things were being said and I was thinking one thing and, you know, you can see the expression on people's faces changing. Right. And it's just, it was, it was weird. I, I don't know. I've never really experienced anything like that, like I said. And uh, just watching people interpret it differently to the point where they're taking it personally, yeah. yet they are supposed to be representing a body of people. Yeah, that that's that, where I saw a big discretion. So that's well. that's really what sparked me where I was, you know, my blood started to boil. <laughs> and I'm just like, well, you know, and it's it's this is pretty much predicated solely on the tirade that happened after Harold's testimony. Yeah. Where, you know, he he was accused of of a bullying and, and and making false accusations and it was just it was absurd because none of that happened. I mean of course, obviously, we're biased and I but I don't think that I'm so blind that I can't realize my own bias. Right. So I listened to him objectively. I and I, I made other people listen to it too. Like I made like uh like my sister listened to it and and you know and I said, "Does was it really over the top?" And it really wasn't. No. And and some people just took it really personally, and all of a sudden there was this whole narrative where a few articles came out afterwards that oh, this they're attacking us, they're bullying us, just nonsense that doesn't have anything to do with the bill, like people taking things personally, yeah. twisting it around just to slow this thing down or stop it for whatever personal reason there there was. And and that's what it's it felt like. And this is why I hate politics. And that's that's the whole thing because I know. you could just see this stupid shit happening right in front of your face. And and now I'm getting worked up and my blood's boiling again. Yeah. Well, and that's it, you know, it, it was it's really unfortunate that, like you said, you know, when somebody takes something personal, listen, if he used your name and called you out, and and and, and I and I get what they were saying, but the, the intention wasn't what they made it out to be. No. And again, ergo politics. You know, you want to spin something to make you sound better or more intelligent than your opponent, and <clears throat> that that rant that I, I I don't remember his name, but honestly, if I, I did, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it was anyway. It? Um, it, it was just it, I mean, it, go go, go reference yeah. it. It's going to be blatantly obvious who we're talking about if you go watch the video. Um, that a, a grown man would react so poorly to something like that. It was a little embarrassing. And I and I and I, I get it. I get the fact that you know you're in charge of representing this group of people. Yeah. To say that, you know, you're not going to be pushed one way, and you're not going to do this or that, and yeah, you're 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 really tough. I get it, but you can't let that stand in the way of what majority of the people want. And when you start making statements like that, yeah, then I would say most people stop believing that you're representing them. For at least for me, 
Well, I, well, that's I, it. I, if if he if he were my representative, I would I would I could just see the way he was worked up about it. That this isn't about the greater good anymore. This is about you. Yeah, and, and that's it. If you can come with a coherent explanation or argument against it. Listen, man, I'm going to respect every every word yep. you say. If you come with a very good argument against it and you have evidence and facts and data, as much, if you had a fraction of the evidence and data that Harold brought to that meeting, I would have been open, my ears have been open to you. But when you start kind of, I don't know if whining is too extreme, but no, it was a little. I it was. Fair. I think it might have been a little bit of a delusion of grandeur, and and people just kind of posturing, because they felt like um, the constituents wanted to see what they were about. I don't know, but it comes down to your constituents at the end of the day. But I mean, you know, I, I just went off for a little bit about why I don't like politics, mm-hmm. and you, you you think about it, and this certain representative is, you know, going off saying, you know, I won't do this. I won't be bullied and and this and that. And, and I, 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 it's just, okay, well, why is this about you now? Mm-hmm. And, and, and were you really so easily persuaded in the opposite direction because of like one thing that, irked you that that right. was about that was about you that's not the person that should be a representative then if you can be that if something like that can get under your skin that easily then you you shouldn't be in politics well that's it being a like, public you shouldn't requires be a thick skin right because there are several other representatives there who were not necessarily sold on the idea but had valid questions and and also commented that they didn't see. They they, they didn't, didn't feel bullied. They didn't that yeah, the right, same right. way. And that's it. It, it. it again. Anything that you and I say can be interpreted by the listener. Anything that we write, you know, without being super specific, can be interpreted any way you want it to be. Right. And it could be spun. I mean, it's hard if you actually sat down and thought about trying to write a piece that could not be spun. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. Because. You know, you're going to stop yourself at every sentence and go, wait, I better back it up and change it from then till then. Yeah. Or I mean, honestly, should to shall or whatever. Did we, our content gets spun all the time by just idiots. I know. Like, yeah. you know, random people online who don't have anything better to do. Oh. Right. You know what? If, if, zoom if, out on your on your footage. Like, uh, okay. <laughs> you're right. Yeah. <laughs> You're, you're, you know, that's like, it though. You know what? And, and you got to take, take that, the good with the bad. I mean, because there's a lot of people out there that are just dying for the next person to improve upon. But, but where it really fails though, is when it's something so minuscule, yeah. so, so, you know, so small mm-hmm. as to say, you know, you are you just going to be bullied again? Where historically that's pretty much what's happened. Mm-hmm. The Farm Bureau has called the shots for so long, and they've done the same thing repetitively where they just, they they change something and do this, do that, and like Harold said, run the clock out. Yeah. 
you know? And that's where it kind of brought up a little bit of a fear in the uh, last update, if you will, or the amendment, as they were saying. Uh So again, with it being as vague as as the information I came across, I I didn't really see too many specifics on that, but I don't want to think that way. And neither neither of us are are directly involved. No, not at all. Like... You know, we, we, have we hear what everyone else like hears. everybody else. Yeah, everybody has, I mean, there's a lot of guys out there going, this is stupid. I don't, I don't think there should be Sunday hunting. And that's fine. But I'd really love to hear your reasoning. Yeah. Because I have yet to find any good reason yeah, why it we, shouldn't we be We went here. through all that, all yeah, that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So rewind a couple episodes and you'll, you'll find it. But um, yeah, and it, it's just, it's, it's interesting. And the fact that they were able to release that was really cool because just to see, and to get away from the whole negative of it, to, just to see how that op, that works, how that whole process works, how they all sit around and they announce themselves and then this one gets mm-hmm. the floor, that one gets the floor. They all get time to speak. They all get time to ask questions. And 95% of the representatives that had questions had good legitimate questions, right. whether it be the, the trespassing aspect of the bill, whether it be the uh, get your written, you know, permission from the landowner. There was a couple of really good comments by a gentleman. He had a really cool mustache. I can't think of his name, uh, but he had a great like mustache, tiny beard. I know that's pretty weird to recognize somebody in that manner, but I can't remember their names because there were so many of them. There was probably, how many representatives do you think were there? About 20? I don't know. The thing was like two hours long. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of tough to get through if you're not interested in it, but if you are interested in it, it's something to see. Um, and and honestly, there there was one representative, who was a younger guy, he he sounded like you or I. You or me sounded like me, <laughs> but you know, he was hesitant and he had questions about it, and it made it sound like he was kind of on the fence. Yeah, he had questions that sounded like he wasn't in favor, and then he had questions that sounded like he was in favor, and right. it was like he was legitimately trying to make up his mind in this right. based on the testimony, which. Is fair. That's accurate. I could understand that. Sure. You know, you could judge somebody by the questions that they ask. Oh, absolutely. Are you asking the right questions? Right. Are you asking a question to try and pin me in a corner? Yeah. Or are you asking a question because you sincerely want to know? Or do you take your time that they give you and just say, you know, I'm not going to be, not have any questions about testimony, just... More of a statement than a question. Yeah. No, Take I, your time and, and stand on your soapbox and go, okay... Good job. Yeah. yeah, you're 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 a big you're a big strong man. Great. Yeah, it, it, like, it was unfortunate the way it ended up. No, I don't want to say unfortunate because there was a lot of good that came out of that. Uh, there was a lot of representatives. Fortunately, the representative in our area seems pretty much to lean towards yep. you know uh, approving the Sunday hunting bill. Um, but there's there's a couple that are dead set against it, and others were you know, on the fence and had great questions about it. And I think the way the questions were answered may have swayed them in a direction that would benefit the Sunday hunting, you know, but well, again, the, well, it's the, the only time will tell. The whole thing was that when, after that, the testimony was all, you know, finished and wrapped up, there were a couple articles that came out saying like that the the one tirade and the other, there were, there were I think there were two representatives mm. specifically that, you know, were irked by the testimony. Yeah. You know, Harold's was no nonsense. It was factual. It w- and it was it was stern. Sure, he delivered it in a stern manner. And it, you know, at this point, who who could fault him for that? Because it, 
Hasn't it been long enough? Well, I say, how long have they so been? That, that's been, the whole been thing. Doing it the right way and going about it the right way. Not that they're going about it the wrong way now, but they've been playing by the rules and being cordial about everything. You know how 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 I see this. You're at the goal line. Let, let's let's punch it through. Let's hand it to the running back. Let's punch it through. Let's not you know dive over the top, uh, pussyfoot around or something like that. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Let's punch it through. And apparently, the better move is to just go. Okay, like, we're gonna screen pass. This is it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's do a draw. Like, apparently that is the move because yeah. a couple articles came out saying that Harold's testimony was detrimental to the cause. Yeah, absurd. Yeah, like, who was that written by? Right, you right. know, and who who's that guy connected to? That that boils right down to consider the source. You know what I yeah. mean? Because there's and a lot it, of people out there who and, were just love to see. Hush, go up in flames. PFSC, go up in flames. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's, it's and you know, crazy, and that's that's the whole thing. That's why I hate politics and corruption. Who's in whose pocket? And wh- why are you so opposed to this? Like, because wh- there's really no good reason. Yeah. So what? What is your real reason? Like, what? Why? Why? You know, wh- who's is somebody paying you? Like, that's what it seems like. There can't be any other reason that something so tiny as like a vague statement about Farm Viewer Bureau squashing something where you twist it and interpret it as a personal attack on you. Like you're you're so on edge. Why are you so insecure? Because you're not verified in your beliefs. Like you, you don't actually feel what's happening. Do you know what I'm saying? Yep, yep. And you and you're so insecure that oh that they're attacking me. Nope. And because anyone else who's in favor is just like, all right, yeah. I mean, I don't have that many questions. I get it. Like it's time yeah, yeah, to yeah. time to not be one of three states in the whole country where this is still illegal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time to move forward. That's it. Let's get on to some bigger bigger issues. You know what I mean? So I mean, I, again, I, I'm not holding my breath that it's going to happen this year. Um, yeah. And it may not happen next year. Um, I hope it does because I think it'd be a great shot in the arm that that we need. Um, and a lot of people ha- would beg to differ that it's not going to change license sales and it's not going to have an impact on youth hunters and it's not going to blah blah blah. There's already evidence that it will have an impact. Yeah, moving the first day of rifle season from Monday to Saturday already kicked up license sales by like twenty five thirty percent. Yeah, already, and that was that was back when they first did it. That was a week or two after they made the announcement. License sales went up instantly. How about all right? So they're they're considering in CWD areas to get rid of the antler restrictions. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now you have your extra day to hunt. I mean, the the only reason to remove antler restrictions is to kill more deer. Yeah, because that's what you're gonna have to do. Sure, unless you want culls to happen. Right. So why don't you just take the extra day and right. hunt and kill the deer yourself? You know. That's it, man. And it boils down to beliefs. It boils down to, you know, what's in your heart. It boils down to what you were taught. I mean, there's a lot, man. There's a lot involved in this. And it's such a slippery slope. Yeah. And I wish it weren't. I wish it was simpler. But it's just not. You know what I mean? There's a lot of complicated issues in our lives nowadays. The fact that this has become one of them, this was always the way where you got... We went to get away from the complicated issues. Yeah. You know what I mean? And now it's become 
a complicated issue. So, well, because there's I, money involved. In well, it. and, that, and that's there the whole is. thing. And I, and I, I hate to, to go back to that, but it's the same reason that I absolutely hate politics. Yeah. Everyone's just trying to grab money. That's all it is. You're, you're that, not in it for, money and power. for any kind of greater good. Yeah, money, like money, power, and longevity. Yeah, and it's, that's it's, why you it's know, scary, dude. I'm not like a news addict, and I, I don't, no, I, I don't know. Care. You know, I got you into know. the uh, a lot of the Second Amendment debates for a while, and like the gun laws and the you know the red flags and all that stuff. I'm not going to get into it here because I don't think it's the time or the place. Well, I mean but... that any any either both both of those sides have you know other you know investments. Indeed, you know, and it's yeah. it's all financial. And, and a lot of it is a lot, you know. But the the thing is, you know, it. The reason I brought it up is is because if I'm going to decide, I'm going to take a stand on something. I'm going to die on a hill somewhere. I'm going to know everything there is to know about that hill. No. Maybe not everything, but I'm going to know a shit ton about what I'm talking about. Right. Because if I'm going to go to somebody, because you don't know who you're talking to. No. You know, there's times where you're going to have a conversation with somebody and they're going to surprise you with their level of knowledge on that topic. Right. And you better be strapped, bro. Yeah. Because <laughs> no, if you're not, you're going to yeah. look like a smacked ass and you're going to lose your, your discussion or your argument, however you want to phrase it. Um, it's going to be heavily swayed in the direction of the those who have the knowledge. Yeah. But you know what you do there? You just backpedal, <laughs> twist it into a personal <laughs> attack. And just say, you know, I won't be bullied. Mm-hmm. And Call then, him a racist and, and go then, home. And then, yeah, you, you know, sling some mud and then you're mm-hmm. out of it. And then I guess, you know, you're a politician now. See that? Like, wow. That easy. Uh, it's It seems that easy. Hot damn. Because it seems like it, you see it every single day. Yeah, it's pretty crazy, man. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. But, you know, again, we wanted to touch a little bit on this whole thing to draw some attention to it. So if you haven't seen it, Go check it out. You can find it on the Hunters United for Sunday Hunting, a.k.a. Hush. You can find it on the Pennsylvania Federation for Sportsmen and Conservation site, PFSC. Yeah, I'll just um, post the video tomorrow. Yeah, you, you, then, yes, Mark, Mark will post it tomorrow. You can find it on uh, Sons of the Hunt. Uh, you can you can find it, you know, pretty easily without having to look too hard. Yeah. And it really is interesting. You know, whether you have one opinion or another, the process itself was pretty damn interesting to see how they all went about it. Yeah, and, I mean, I mean, up until this point, I, mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't know how bills like that moved through there. That's you know? it. And yeah, it, it just, it's, uh, and, and we should all know that. You yeah, know? we it's really should. We should know. So I, I highly recommend you all go and check it out. I know it's a long video, but listen. But I mean, you could put it on like a podcast and listen to it. That's it. Exactly. You could. It's it's definitely just as good in audio form as is actually watching them, but. It it is funny to watch a couple of them get all red in the face. And oh out, yeah, so. they do get pretty fired up. But you know, to listen to it, to hear how they respond to things and how they they conduct themselves to get the whole process taken care of, you know, I highly recommend it. Um, you know, if I can listen to it, you can. If I can find the time to do this, with three freaking kids, two jobs, uh, <laughs> yeah. a podcast, uh, you know, you guys can figure it out. You know, yeah. you, you throw it on it like on your way to work, on your way home to work. It's something that, you know, we should all have a better grasp on so we know how these things, you know, what, what kind of work goes into it. I mean, the amount of work that PFSC does and, and Hush to, to kind of just make a statement and, and show their colors is, yeah. is a lot of work just to get in front of somebody. And they do a tremendous job at that. So, you know, kudos to, to, to both of those organizations for, uh, you know, taking up a cause for, 
for a lot of us. I mean, some of us, you, you don't want to consider yourself in that group. That's fine. That's your prerogative. But, you know, I'm, I'm definitely, I can't wait until the day I can sit on a deer stand on a Sunday morning. I will flood social media yeah. with so many stupid deer stand selfies. Yeah. Y'all are going to hate me with a passion oh, yeah. because I can be there on a Sunday hunting deer, finally. I don't do selfies, so. Well, you know, I do. I, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty vain, I'm a pretty vain guy. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. But, I mean, I, I think that people get the idea of why I don't like politics now. Well, I I can't stand <laughs> politics. I that's mean, my that's my thing. Like I, I I absolutely hate it, and just for this reason, because you know, obviously, as as you could just tell from listening to this, like it it it's hard not to get emotionally invested in it. No, it's exhausting. Yeah, politics. and that's that's just it. Where it's just like you know why why should I be this invested in something that one guy can hold up and. Yeah. You know, so no, and that's it. It's challenging for sure. I mean, I've I've taken a bit of a, a an interest in it just because of you know the way uh, I guess our culture has been going lately. But you know, I just want to be able to have a conversation with somebody, an educated conversation, without just getting emotional. You know what I mean? Because that's unfortunately what I've experienced in trying to have a just normal conversation about conflicting opinions all of a sudden it gets emotional and yeah. everyone's mad at each other. I'm like, how did we get here? We're just talking about this 10 minutes ago. And now all of a sudden you yeah. want to like smoke me, <laughs> I mean, kill my dog, kick my kids. You know right. what I mean? What's wrong with you, man? But it, it's, it's, it's pretty crazy, but yeah. So it's just to, to be able to have that knowledge of how this process works and what both sides are coming at it from. Listen, if you're a supporter of the, of the farm bureau, Hey, good for you, man. You've got a stance on it. Then, you know, throw your hands up and go all in, but at least be reasonable to the other side, like most have been. You know, I think that, you know, Hush and PFSC, they've been pretty reasonable when it comes to making amendments and making, uh, you know, kind of meeting halfway on a lot of stuff. And uh, they just, you know, you got to know when to hold them, when to fold them, as uh, the great Kenny Rogers once said. So I'm going to leave you with that. Yeah, and I, I think I'm going to leave the whole thing with that because <laughs> I just I just can't. God, talk I hope about that was him. Kenny Rogers that actually said that. Was it Kenny Rogers? You yeah. got to know when to hold them. Yeah. Know when to fold them. Yep. Yep. <laughs> no one yeah. to walk away and no one to run. And we have to know when to walk away. I think that's because our cue. we've talked for. An hour and 45 minutes. Sorry. And I didn't even make the separations <laughs> for the spaces and all that in the intro. Uh, but, yeah, I mean... This might have been one of our longest ones to date. Oh, it definitely is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it just... But, you know, there we had to sift through some mm-hmm. of that. I, I I mean, it's relevant now. Who knows? We might not even have a decision by the time this comes out. Huh. It might get held up again. And uh, I hope that, you know, our angst and in our conversation yeah, pushes you to go check the video out because, you know, it, it was a little bit of an eye-opening experience for sure. Right. And uh, see where you land. Try to go in with your unbiased opinion, even though that's impossible. Well, give it a shot. 
and yeah. and you know see see what you think about that video. Take a look at it. Just you know, pick, pick maybe you'll pick something up. You learn something. You know what I mean? I mean, it 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 provoked me to you know take action. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, Somebody that was cool. Who, it's funny. I was thinking about doing the same thing that you did. Yeah, literally, the, probably the same day. Yeah. So, but with that being know. said, um, you know. Again, you know, if you're still with us at what are we at? Like an hour and forty-five, hour and fifty minutes. Yeah. God bless you. We appreciate you uh, that you're still here, kind of dragging along with us. Mm. Um, if you are indeed still with us, uh, do yourselves a favor. Go back and check out the short. Well, I don't want to call it a short film because it's not really short. Um, it's shortish. Is it shortish? It's ten, ten minutes somewhere in there. Search it out. Hit it with the name. Cause it's pretty damn cool. For these reasons. For these reasons, the uh, video project, uh, check it out. It's definitely worth 10 minutes of your time. It's worth 20 minutes of your time because you're going to need 10 minutes to sit back and think about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I'm check watching. it out. And if you do like it and you appreciate where it's coming from, give it a share. Share it to somebody. Post it up there. Help us out because this is the, the whole goal of what we've been trying to do is, yeah. is, is get the message out there. Yep. Um, so we would truly appreciate if you guys would uh, give us a leg up and um, share any of the content you find useful um, or crazy. Yeah. We're good with crazy. Yep. If, if you want to feel like you're doing your part to spread the message, it would be great if you shared the film. Absolutely. And uh, we will leave you with that. And we will see you in episode 17. So thanks for hanging with us all night. Indeed. We'll see you.